Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies, a podcast for women seeking to live a gospel-centered life in a Latter-day world. I'm your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, my beautiful friends. I have been missing you so much. It has been a couple weeks, but um, I wanted to come on and talk to you about some of the things that I've been learning. First of all, one of the reasons why I did not want to record a podcast was I was in a really weird place um, because of my pregnancy. Um, I found out that I had a blood clot in my uterus and um, so I was kind of in this weird waiting pattern waiting to see what was going to happen with the baby, waiting to see um, if the baby was going to continue to grow properly. And it was just really scary. I felt like I was holding my breath for a month. (laughs) And this week we went to the doctor. By we, I mean me and my mask. And we had an amazing visit and were able to see and hear the the heartbeat of the baby, see the amazing growth that the baby has made and how healthy this little babe is. And I keep saying baby because we don't know the gender yet. (laughs) And um, we found out that the blood clot is gone, which is a miracle. And I just wanted to share that with you guys and let you know that sometimes you may be in a waiting period and a holding pattern and it may feel overwhelming and scary, but there is always hope. There's always hope. Um, Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that I have been thinking about and something that I have been talking about with some of my friends. And all of these friends are wonderful, amazing humans, but we have all been experiencing spiritual burnout. And spiritual burnout is when you feel like you're doing all the things that you're asked to do. You're reading your scriptures, saying your prayers, uh, following the commandments, and you feel like those things are not even touching the type of exhaustion spiritually that you're experiencing. And so I was thinking, what can we do to combat spiritual burnout? What can we do? And I was thinking, oh, we got to do spiritual me time. It's something that a lot of people talk about in uh, social media. They talk about, you got to have self-care, self-care, self-care. And I firmly believe in self-care. Some of the ways that I do self-care physically is like I'll go get massages. Sometimes it'll be as simple as walking and browsing through Target. I don't even have to buy anything. And it's just nice to walk through the beautiful, clean aisles. Everyone has a different way of taking time for themselves, but it is critical. It leads to balance becoming in tune with ourselves and our needs. And it means that we can avoid that burnout, which takes a lot more than a massage or a trip to Joanne's to come back from. 
I've known people who are in a constant state of burnout or panic, and it truly isn't the way God intends us to live. He doesn't want us to be in a constant state of panic. That would be exhausting. Um, spiritual me time and uh, physical me time can mirror each other. While we're engaging in spiritual me time, we can delve into what we really need to heal our souls and get back to feeling balanced spiritually. We can be, it can be a trip to the temple parking lot for a meditation session, or it can be something as simple as listening to our favorite scripture passage while picking up our order at Costco. I actually did that today and it was lovely. It was like a 20 minute trip and I felt so renewed afterwards. The trick with self-care and me time is there are some practices that we participate in every day that keep ourselves grounded. Physically, we care for ourselves by brushing our teeth, exercising, maybe sneaking a bath and a book after the kids are down and eating healthy. Um, spiritually, we pray to connect with the Father. We read our scriptures. We follow the commandments. These are things that we do every single day. But there are times and days where we need more. We need a boost. When our hearts are heavy, we don't know how to deal with the coronavirus for one more day, and we feel afraid for the future of the world. Those big times we need more, we can literally ask God to know what we need. I have been prompted in those times to ask for blessings. That is my biggest go-to, is asking for blessings. Um, when I was pregnant with my daughter which I have talked about so many times on the podcast because it was the hardest time of my life. Um, when I was pregnant with her, I probably got a blessing every other day. And one time I felt guilty that I was asking for so many blessings. And I had this thought in my mind, oh man, I shouldn't be asking for so many blessings. Heavenly Father is probably so annoyed. And Heavenly Father literally said in the blessing, don't feel bad for asking for blessings. You need to ask for them as many times as you feel prompted to. I was like, oh, okay. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> I was really grateful for that reassurance. Another thing that I've been prompted to do a lot is to listen to talks from my favorite apostles and prophets. Every apostle and prophet has been wonderful, but sometimes you just have the people you connect to best. For me, Jeffrey R. Holland, Richard G. Scott, Spencer W. Kimball, um, Gordon B. Hinckley, these have been my people who, oh, Neil, Neil A. Maxwell, that's another one. These have been my people that I've connected so deeply with, and um, when I listen to their talks, I know that I'm going to have that straight connection with God. Um. Another thing that I've been prompted to do is drop everything and go to the temple. I remember one time I was prompted to do that and I was like, I have all my kids, my husband's at work for the next four hours, how am I going to do this? And right then I had a person pop into my head and I texted her and asked, hey, can you watch my kids? I really need to go to the temple. And she said, absolutely. My husband's actually home right now and so we've got backup. Bring them all over. 
And it was so lovely and absolutely what I needed. And she said it was something that she needed because she wanted to serve someone that day. So it was perfect. Sometimes simply going to the temple parking lot, putting a movie on for your kids and having a solid study time is just what I need. Um, God has prompted me to do that many times. And last but not least, one thing that I've been prompted to do (laughs) is take a nap. The world looks so much brighter after taking a nap. And spiritually, we cannot be renewed if we are physically exhausted. So Heavenly Father, he's a big proponent of naps. Believe me. Um, I would say I, I kind of categorize this in a different spot because um, it's a whole it's a whole nother topic. But one of the ways that I felt myself come out of spiritual burnout is by serving other people. And I'm not talking about like huge, like a huge service project, like organizing someone's entire house or, you know, as a young mom, I don't really have the time to do that or like the opportunities maybe to do that. But I have been prompted to drop off a Diet Coke at someone's house or a cookie or um, just go by, knock and um, give someone a hug, even FaceTiming someone when I felt like I needed to has been a huge, huge blessing for me and for the other person. Um, it's, it's not always the grandiose, like huge spiritual awakenings that we maybe crave when we're having spiritual burnout, but it can just be a simple thing that comes into our mind that we're asked to do. Um, for me, Most of the time, when I'm alone with the kids, it's put your AirPods in, listen to your favorite passage of scripture, take a couple deep breaths, and say a prayer. And I may have read my scriptures that day. I may have already prayed multiple times, but following that prompting and um, listening to God, doing exactly what he says to do, has made a huge difference in my life so many times. In DNC 10.4, it says, we are not asked to run faster or labor more than you have strength. Um, there's also a similar idea in Mosiah 4.27. Heavenly Father doesn't want us to sprint to every location that we are asked to go to spiritually. He wants us to be paced measured and consistent. Um, I was thinking about Jesus and never when I, when I read about him in the scriptures, do I get the impression that he's anxious. They do say in DNC to be anxiously engaged in a good cause, but it doesn't seem like anxious. It seems like excited, almost. Anxiously engaged seems like an excited engagement. But when I think about Jesus, I feel like he's calm and collected. He is measured and it just makes me feel calm and good. And um, I think that's how he wants us to feel. He wants us to feel that peace and that joy 
that he can offer us through the Spirit. And we can only have those things if we are listening to the Spirit and listening to what we need. It's not selfish to ask, what do I need today? Because when we're able to ask those questions, we're able to serve the people around us better. When we're able to ask those questions, we're able to serve God better. And when we're able to ask those questions, we can make our way back to Heavenly Father in a measured, calm, and consistent way. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. And know that if you're experiencing spiritual burnout right now, you're not alone. And there are ways to help. I hope you have an incredible week. And take care. All right. Bye.